This podcast is part of the Frederick Podcast Network. Learn more at listenfrederick.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Beers in the Lot, One More Beer, Part 3. We did one for NHL trade deadline last year for free agency over the summer and now for NHL trade deadline 2023. So this time around, it is myself, Riggs, and Johnny Walker, as usual. Yo, yo. But we're also joined by Beers in the Lot co-host and king of the one-liner that usually ends us on episodes, Danny. Oh, glad you guys invited me this time. It's spectacular. <laughs> we always invite you. You, guys <laughs> I know, don't, you I know. never show up. <laughs> as I as I said, as I said, Danny, welcome aboard the pirate ship. Yes. Thank yes. you for coming. <laughs> this is this what this what must uh all the guests feels like. So maybe. I'm, I'm feeling I don't familiar. know. Do you feel clammy, nervous, mm-hmm. anything like that? All right, good. Yeah, well, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Well, we're going to put you on the spot. Well, not really. We're all going to talk yeah. about the recent NHL trade deadline just passed this afternoon. It is Friday evening. The trade deadline passed at 3 p.m. today. Johnny, please lead us off with your thoughts on the trade deadline. Uh, so let's see from January 1st to now it was 62 trades, 38, <laughs> 38 took prior to today. And I actually think, I think it was like Jim Rutherford and Ray Shiro when they were doing well with the penguins, they kind of made the joke. We like to do everything early because a, we don't pay as high prices and B you kind of get players, you know, especially those that have families, you know, a little more time to travel to cities, feel comfortable, get in the groove with the team and all that. I think this year was a little more like kind of cap certainty. Like we all know it's the second year of the held in place salary cap, but also too like once that Tarasenko deal started, man, like everyone was like, all right, I got to get my shit in now. Like kind of like extra credit work. Whoever turns it in first gets all the credit. So <laughs> yeah, I I'm fine with that. I'm totally, I'm totally in it. If you're like uh some of the guys on uh, Sportsnet today watching Biz and Nasty just stick his foot in his mouth for, you know, four Weird. fucking hours. Weird. Yeah, I know. Jeez, that guy, uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, that that's <laughs> neither here or there. <laughs> but yeah. So I worked today, actually. I mean, I didn't watch any of it. But um, Hey, John, you remember that season we took off the uh, trade deadline day and it was awesome? <laughs> yeah, that was, that was yeah. actually, that was the HOSA day. And the funny thing about it was it was like pr- like right when Twitter kind of started and Facebook was like getting there and everything and the Hosa deal was announced at like seven o'clock at night. It was wild. Very wild. I actually heard a funny story about uh Colby Armstrong today on the Sportsnet panel, which is awesome. So that day they had practice. Flower like stuck his bag in the middle of the room after practice, like almost like Hey man, congratulations on practice. Pack your shit. Let's go. And then they like told him it's a prank. They told him it's a prank. And then he's like, yeah, I was like sitting in the hotel room a little later and I got a phone call. So he's like, he like pranked me and it foreshadowed later in the day, which is kind of funny. <laughs> so, oh, no. so yeah, I feel bad for him. But, but Danny, like what, 
anything stick out to you? I mean, especially Pittsburgh wise, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, I like that they brought back Benino, but I think we were talking about it uh, in one of our side chats. Pittsburgh loves to bring back old characters, old cast <laughs> members, right? They like to bring them back. And uh, they didn't get any younger with with uh, bringing him back. So that kind of makes me a little bit nervous. Um, I know moving forward, uh, we got Sid, Gino, and Tang are locked up for at least another three years. So I, I know yep. they're kind of in that win-now kind of phase. And maybe those are the extra pieces that we needed or some more guys that can fill certain niche roles um but definitely not building for the future at the moment <laughs> yeah no and they got kulikov who's a yeah. ufa which i don't He's mind not, wh- how old is he he is 32 so someone i was i yeah. was talking to somebody it wasn't in our group text message i was like joking like the penguins are going to enter into the Johnstown 35 and over division next year. <laughs> and like they could probably get in with some of the characters they got, but I mean, I, I said it a little while ago, their bottom six essentially next year is going to look completely different mm-hmm. because they have a lot of expiring contracts. Nick Benito's in that, that category as well. You get rid of him again. And then, Anaheim actually takes all of the contract for two years, which helps the Penguins out. But I don't know. We'll see what happens with the Pens. Like I said, the math looks decent, so I'm not complaining. But I'm also like, I kind of like what the Caps did because they essentially, you know, were like, this is your offer. This is what we're willing to give you. If you're not going to do it, we're opening up the phone line. Yeah. They're they're peeling that Band-Aid now, which may help them in a year or two. Maybe. Keyword. We don't know. We'll see. Well, the 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 cool thing with them is um, w- without figuring in the uh, salary withholdings for the players that they that they sent away, um, they had about seventeen million in cap space coming up on July one. Now that's going to be obviously it's going to be you know it's going to be less than that after you take into account like. They're they're still taking on certain percentages of salary for like Orloff or or whoever that they sent away, but they're gonna have a bunch of space to play with in July. So you don't have to. And I said this earlier this week, right? You don't have to sell the farm, right? To to uh, retool. You can go after. Uh, proven everyday guys, um, if you want, uh, with favorable contract terms and money. So the Sandine deal makes a lot of sense. Um, they were talking about Chitrin earlier on, and that kind of you know went the other way. Um, and he ends up in Ottawa, which apparently you know. Dorian had made some sort of promise to G to to bring a defenseman in earlier in the year. So that kind of, you know, uh, check that box, uh, even though now they're chasing, you know, playoffs, but, you know, whatever that means for them. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, I like, even though it means like, hey, uh, 
Washington's not going to do as well over the next couple seasons, which we all knew, right? We, yeah, we all knew, we knew that, it's coming. We all knew that the Ovechkin and the Crosby eras are coming to a close for those two clubs. And, and that's, that's going to be the end of that story. And you, you know, tickets are going to be real cheap for a while, <laughs> which is cool. Like, you know, whatever, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, 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 I like how things shook out. So, well, if you're Ottawa too, like you have a lot of promise you could sell in the future. Like mm. you have a decent core building, you have chicken for like two years, I think. So the ownership situation will be situated, which may include Ryan Reynolds on your ownership board, which is kind of cool because that's a little star power. I think that'll help. Maybe they'll get a Netflix uh, series or something out of it. Oh, yeah. If you see, that'd be like, nice. I don't, we don't need to dig into it, but everything <laughs> it's done for like Waxham, like, oh my gosh, yeah. like the money influx. But yeah, that could be a big boom. They're going to have a new arena, most mm. likely in the, in the Hopefully. area they've kind of wanted for years. So like I, a lot of good stuff you, on the horizon. Let me tell you about the current arena because I've actually been there. It is a good 45-minute drive out of Center City, downtown Ottawa. Like, it's, it's a good 45-minute Uber ride out of town. It's so are they cheap. Are they bringing yeah, it in cheap? Uh, the rumors are that, they, that whoever would come in would want to, you know, bring it into yeah. the city proper, right? So, but who knows? And the, the group that Ryan Reynolds is with, um, oh man, I'm forgetting the name that he threw his hat in for the ownership group, but they, they are known like in Ontario in a good chunk of Eastern Canada as a like real estate developer, you know, entity. So in terms of like them taking it, that'd be good. There was a little rumor from like American Friedman that they wanted Arizona to some extent years ago. But their current arena, where or Gala Arena, where they were before a college arena, Kila, Kila, <laughs> they actually backed out because they didn't like the area around it for like development purposes. So oh. that to me is comical because I'm like, literally, somebody who has their head in another business as well as their hockey team is like, you know, maybe this doesn't make 100% sense out here, but why would we listen to them? It's whatever. And Gary Bettman's, he has bodies out in that desert. I'm telling you, I don't know where. Like, It's like that scene with uh, Nikki and Ace in Casino. You know, like when you have a meeting out in the desert, I don't know how I feel about it because there's a lot of bodies out there. I kind of like what Buffalo did with Jordan Greenway. I like that guy. He, oh, I kind of yeah. wish the yeah, Penguins yeah, yeah. would have got him. He's a good and he's, he's on the books in Buffalo for like two more years, which is great. That's going to help Buffalo out. It's going to help Buffalo play meaningful games. They, they have an outside shot at the playoff race right now, which is cool. But too, like Jordan Greenway fits in so well with that team. He's yes. a big boy. He's a power forward. So He's played in some playoff series too. Yeah, he's yeah. big, he's strong. He's having a little bit down year offensively in Minnesota, but I do think like he's an American kid going to Buffalo, yeah. another great American hockey market. Like we like yes. that. He's going to be fine. I think he's going to be just fine. I like him a lot. Dig it. Oh, actually Greenways from Canton, New York, so almost home. So Perfect. much better for him. 
The one um, other deal that I just like was scratching my head about. Did you guys hear about the JVR to Detroit thing that fell through? I heard that there were multiple teams that were yeah. in on JVR. And then Chuck Fletcher from the Flyers GM said something to the effect of like, we didn't get very many strong offers, la 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 la, for the player. And I'm like, dude, you are just getting black eye after black eye. <laughs> like, <laughs> brutal. Like, kudos to Bill Armstrong, the GM of... Arizona, I hate saying it. Like, it's making my mouth dry just admitting. Oh, my goodness. But I will say, like, the Chikrin thing, (laughs) he held out for his offer. And, like, yeah, I don't, I'm sure he had others in place. So, like, good on him for finally moving it. But, like, I'm willing to bet there were other offers that he could have taken. But, like, Chuck Fletcher, like, for Philly, like, your team sucks. The the Chikrin deal, like, get him out of there. It's, the first this year, the second next year, and then the second uh, three years from now. But that's what I'm right? saying. Like he he held strong on his price, and it sounded like Chuck Fletcher clearly didn't get an offer that he was willing. And part of me is like, maybe that's because the player you're trying to deal, you're you're totally misjudging market value on this kid. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know because there were a lot of insiders that were all saying like JVR is in play up on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Like in play for like five or six different teams. Let's say timeout really quick. High up on the board as of today, two weeks ago, I think he was very down that fucking list, (laughs) but a lot of people moved. So he got vaulted up said list. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like JVR. I think he's worth it. We'll see. Montreal didn't do anything really. Well, um, there were there they? were quite a few. Vancouver, there was talks all day that Pittsburgh and a few other teams were talking about JT Miller. Tons of teams. Yeah, Besser and Miller didn't move. I thought Besser would have, but I think his salary cap is a little. I wouldn't say an issue, but I think if any of those guys are going to move, it'll probably be. If I had to guess from the Canucks, it'll probably be in the off season. If I had to guess. So, and actually Vancouver next year, they're over the cap already. Oof. So they have to get rid of somebody already next year. How are they over the cap? <laughs> uh, part of it's LTIR, but also the other part is contract extensions kicking in. Mm. So like, yeah, they're, they're screwed. And Demco, they're probably going to trade Demco, but also like, that's a young kid. So you're going to trade a, blue chip goaltending prospect is he blue chip though yeah that's kind of the thing is he is he not (laughs) quinn hughes is having a really good season quietly very quietly he's a point of game he's doing great what kind of contracts are they signing out there only people i can think of are besser miller demko and then uh who who did they already trade so i so i think um besser peterson hughes miller all make over like six million bucks. Oof. Oh my god. And, and Oliver Lech- bleh, Oliver Ekman Larson. Him too. So they got a lot of bodies there for I wouldn't say they're screwed screwed, but they, they're gonna have some big problems. So I ugh, yeah, that's a s- disgusting situation they're gonna deal with. Oh yeah, it's not good. <laughs> they're at ninety one mil, they have a bunch in L T I R, but 
Yeah, it's bad. Because JT Miller's $8 million next year. Brock is 6.6. Pedersen's 7.3. Connor Garland's 4.9. Bovillier is 4.1. Kuzmenko's 5.5. Quinn is 7. Who? uh, Andre Kuzmenko. Kuzmenko, he's the kid. He kind of looks like Borat. yeah, he scores. He scores. Seriously, all his, he does. He scores all his goals in like the last two minutes of a game. Yeah, tied every up. time, every time. <laughs> and I'm then, I'm not, like, and then they got Captain uh, Clutch. Yeah, Perenic, <laughs> from uh, Detroit. They got him this trade deadline. Four point four. Heronic, sorry. Uh, Myers at six. Oof for next year. And Yikes. Quinn is seven point eight. Quinn and Pedersen market value if Brock will get back I think if he gets back on track he's fine but JT Miller's his cap hit is eight and it's just like ugh. why but like they like what are they doing yeah I don't know what they're doing it's it's very confusing they didn't unload anybody like they didn't except for Bo that was it yeah, like oh yeah, Horvat. Yeah. That's who they yeah, had. That was early. That's what I was thinking on. about. That was like, earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so they had all, the, and they're still over the cap after they get rid yeah, of Horvat. That's yeah, yeah, dude. Terrible. I'm shocked. Lou didn't do anything crazy. Stick Maybe they in. locked the, him in. But the other thing too. is, is like the West is quiet. Like the West didn't really do anything. The East is out of control, or was out of control. Like. Alice did get Max Domi. I like that deal. I've That's always, sick. I always there. I have a soft spot for Max Domi, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I want him to do well, but I don't know. I feel like you think there's is, something up with him because he's been on a lot of different teams and I just hasn't think, been in the league very long. I just think maybe he's not. Maybe teams haven't figured out how to use him the right way, or I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what, but he, I don't think he fits in at the top end of NHL teams' lineups, and I yeah. think in a lot of cases he's been brought in to be, you know, first line, second line player, and he's just not, he's not there. Talented you're, kid, you're not that uh, guy, pal. You're not that great, guy. Yeah, you're not yeah, that exa- guy, pal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is kind of comical. <laughs> Philly got uh, Brendan Lemieux, another scumbag to you know, help out. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Seeing yeah. Lemieux, Lemieux Tor- in a Flyers jersey. That's Torts. Uh. Torts in his band of flunkies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's just. You know, yeah. you know what move I really liked? And I, I really. It pains me to say it. The Tyler Batuzzi to yeah. Boston? Yeah, yeah, I figured. That, that de- like, unfortunately, it, it comes at, um, it comes at the expense of Nick Felino getting injured, right? Because I think Bertuzzi's really brought in to kind of fill that gap. But Bertuzzi, by the numbers, is a better player. It's an upgrade. And he can so, kind of play any which way. Yeah. And, but from a, from a possessions and, and, you know, analytics perspective, it's an upgrade. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. and 
so my sort of like um, interest in it now is when Felino gets healthy as mm-hmm. Boston progresses yeah. into the playoffs and they're going to go deep. They're, they are. They're built to go deep. What happens? You know, when Felino's finally healthy, do you keep Bertuzzi in the lineup and then push push someone out that's been with the club for a, a minute? Or do you sit him or like, you know, um, there, there are going to be some decisions in Boston as they go forward because they've loaded up just like all of the top Eastern teams, like the Leafs with their uh, defense core right now, like they, they have, they have like seven legit defensemen, which after, is good after, after today, like it, you know, what, what the the knock on them was they didn't have the blue line core now they have it now what do you do like what do you do Sheldon Keefe like figure sounds kind of like Pittsburgh picking up Kulikov <laughs> yeah <laughs> the only difference is Pittsburgh's fighting for a playoffs not guaranteed pretty yeah. much yeah <laughs> speak actually uh, pivoting to kind of back the West a little bit with a guaranteed slot Seattle did jack shit I kind of love that well like, they're that's still awesome. building they're they're going slow with their build. Nah, but I kind of like that because like how many teams kind of in their situation subtract the fact that they are an ex, you know, year two of the expansion, but like definitely younger team hodgepodge to some extent, and they're in a really good situation for a playoff berth. And I think a lot of GMs would like not do something nuts, but definitely do something a little off the wall. Well, the, the thing with them is, uh, they next year they'll open up, right? So Oh yeah. They're they're up against it capitalized right now and then next year it kind of opens up for them. I think they're doing it right. I think maybe not this year but next year and then the year after that you're going to see them make some really big moves. They're going to be uh contending for maybe conference, you know, championship, something they like could that. Possibly, I, yeah. I think. I think that's where they're headed. A little bit different than Golden Knights, right? Which was like, yeah, <laughs> big bang out of the gate. Like we're going, and for they've it. just been trying to do big bangs ever since, right? Well, <laughs> and right, yeah, yeah. And now it's <laughs> not well. They're getting the playoffs. They got Johnny Quick to like kind of shore up the goaltending. But can't, I don't know, man. Ha- what what scenarios have to happen for the Gold Knights and the LA Kings to play each other in the playoffs? <laughs> because <laughs> I want I want Quick to play the LA Kings. Well, right yeah, right, now, right now, as it as it stands this <laughs> evening, <laughs> as it stands this evening, it's um the first tiebreaker is points percentage. But they both have 78 points with Edmonton at 74 and Seattle at 76. So there's a chance. So they would have to if see. Everything, if everything stands pat as of this evening, they would have to meet in the second, second round, technically. Yeah. Or maybe, let's say, one slides, or they both slide, Seattle overtakes, or Edmonton comes from the back and kind of upshoots them a little bit let's say you never know right um that would be a first round that would be 
so sexy. Oh my God. Johnny quick in Vegas after the, whatever happened. I mean, the story is that the only way that that deal got made was if LA dumped quick on the blue jackets. I don't yep. even know. I don't even know what else was involved in the trade. All I know is that the story was that the only way the Kings were going to do the trade with with the Blue Jackets is if the Blue Jackets took Quick in the deal, which I think is extremely fucked up, considering what Quick did for them with the, yeah, with the Cubs, but- and and they just put up a statue. For Dustin Brown, right? They just which is kind of tight, yeah. They just put <laughs> like, up a they just right? put up a statue for Dustin Brown, and then they're like, you know what, Johnny Quick, we're gonna send you to Columbus, dude. Where's Rick James when you need <laughs> it going? Cold blooded. <laughs> That's oh what you need. Oh That's kind of what you need there. Oh my god! But but also they didn't okay. want to spend the money on the okay. new statue so. this year. <laughs> this year, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Quick's numbers, he has a 3.5 GAA and he's an 8.76. Dude, he's old. Like, I get yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I just, there, there's got to be a little bit of something there. Respect. Like, I get they it. Could, they couldn't I keep him on. They like start Copley every night and keep Quick on the bench. I'm sure he would be fine with that. Yeah. Right. I'm sure he would be fine with that. And they're yeah. in they're in a playoff spot. Like let him go into the playoffs under that situation and then if something happens, he's there and he can play. Instead, in order to do what I don't even know what that deal was. I I I the only Yavrikov was the big piece. Uh, okay. Like who cares? Like well, the other the other thing LA has to figure out because they got Corpusallo now for this year. He's a UFA at the end. Copley signed one more year, and then he's a UFA. Oh, and uh, the goaltender they thought was going to be the future air quotes, Cal Peterson. He's in the AHL, signed to the end of twenty twenty five. So well, they really got to figure out what the hell no, they're doing. They, in the Rob Blake actually, has to kind of. That actually sounds like they're okay. To me, because goaltending goaltenders tend goaltending's to marinate, fickle. Yeah, they, well, they tend to marinate a little bit in the in the minor pros. So, you know, I I think they're I think they're okay there. Uh, but do you want to pay three point eight to an AHL goalie? No. Okay. I don't. Is he on a? <laughs> I don't. What's his deal? Three point eight to the end of twenty twenty five. Cal Peterson, and he's on a. He's on a one-way? No. Well, yeah, he is on a one-way. Okay. So they get a buried penalty. Yes. But then it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you got to remember, LA comes out a little bit of some of their cap hell because 1.06 comes off the books next year because of the Dion Phaneuf buyout. It'll be okay. It'll They're going to be, be right. fine. It's fine. They're going to be all right. It's fine. It's fine. The Penguins still have another mill a year for like two years for the Jack Johnson thing. He's back in Colorado. He's back in Colorado. Hey. Yay. Colorado said, we can't win another cup without JJ. Got to get the band back together. together. (laughs) So, (laughs) 
in the Stanley Cup Blu-ray. That's what it's going to say. Like last year, we went out and got Lekkonen and Cogliano, and this year we just needed to go get JJ. That's all. That's all it's going to be if they win the cup. But like, does anything today or the last couple of weeks shift your situation or mind in terms of who potentially is coming out of the East or the West? Boston's been at the top. I mean, almost the whole season, season, the whole damn season. I think they got even better. So, I mean, that doesn't really change my mind there. I mean, (laughs) they're, they're, they're just, they're just built so well. I mean, their third line is going to be potentially like a first or second line on any other team. Oh, absolutely. Essentially. I mean, yeah, they're, they're just stacked. What about the West for you? Um, it's uh, it's so, so open, man. It's so, it's a coin flip on it's a lot of teams. Oh man, it's so murky. Yeah, <laughs> I like Dallas. I do there. like Dallas. Oh, now you like Dallas? I think no. I think I think Dallas did enough. I think they're going to be fine. Colorado gets healthy, game over. I think for a lot of teams, yeah. Edmonton did improve their D. So like, if Skinner and Campbell can figure it the fuck out, I think Edmonton's going to be fine. Because last year, they essentially got to the conference final. Yeah, they got waxed, but they got to the conference final with average goaltending, very average D, and Leon Dreisettle on one ankle. Yeah. So if everyone's healthy and they got much better D, the goaltending tandem is better. They're, you know they're going to be know fine. Who, you know who really didn't do much? The Jets. Yeah, they got uh, Nemesnikov, who actually tied the record today for but they, uh, fourth mo- fourth trade on the trade deadline. With he tied the record with your buddy Rigsby, Alan May. I, yeah, exactly. Don't even get me started. He's your bro. Don't, don't even get me started. <laughs> but do you think the Jets are going to be all right? I no. It's just weird to me that they didn't do anything. Sitting where they're sitting. Just sitting. Yeah. Like they're 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 five points ahead of Calgary. So they got a nice cushion there. They could potentially or they could have potentially brought somebody in to kind of help them down the stretch here to kind of solidify that, you know, whatever that playoff spot that they're gonna be in. Uh but they didn't do really much of anything. Now they're playing pretty well like they're you know i i think i think they're fine i don't think the flames are going to catch up i yeah the flames kind of killed me no not really nothing not really danny actually they did do something today what did they do they traded with arizona brother for brother (laughs) (laughs) that's right (laughs) first time that's happened (laughs) <laughs> exactly. First time it's ever happened. The Richie but, brothers. Yeah. The Richie bros. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> yeah. Nick for Brett. <laughs> I want do you they have to like literally text each other like Hey man, um just make sure like you unplug the coffee pot when you leave. Yeah, you I was gonna just say, stay do you, here. Do you think they, do you think they, like, they have to, houses? right? They would have to, I <laughs> yeah. guess. Right? <laughs> 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I feel bad. Like Calgary is such a on paper, they're so good, and the decor is awesome. And Markstrom was supposed to have a decent year, and they've just kind of been average. And Blake Coleman, they lost last night, and he straight up said, "We're a good team." Or actually, he goes, "We could be a great team, but we don't know how to win." That frightens me. Hearing that quote, <laughs> yeah, I, all right, yeah. it's something in the room. I don't know what. Is it? Is it Daryl? That's what people say, but like. Because I do know, like, the Peltier thing, that pissed a lot of people off. Yeah. When he did the little game sheet thing, like, oh, what number is he? I don't know. Maybe it's the like, Richie uh, brother. Maybe they're like, let's go get the other Richie brother. Yeah. <laughs> man, that's it. <laughs> we got to change, change the room. Change the vibe. The, they got the thi- sick of Brett talking about how cool Nick is. So they were like, they're like we got to see it. this guy. Get, it, get his ass out of here. We got to see this guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that does it for one more beer. Number three, thank you for listening. As always, if you want to check out anything else about Beers in the Lot, please check out beersinthelot.com. We will have a new episode this Wednesday, regular episode number 134. Until then, we'll catch you next time.